Welcome to the City Current Radio Show. I'm your host, Andrew Bartolotta. Today, we're talking about radical compassion with Cheryl Hansen and Lana Zring, who are part of an organization called Preemptive Love. Cheryl and Lana, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So give listeners some insights into your career and expertise. I am a speaker and I do a lot of podcasts, but I'm an advocate basically for um, seeking out peaceful ways to reach across to people that you may disagree with or see the world differently. And in these days, this is a really important topic. And I partnered with Lana um, to start a gathering. And it was initially meant to just be for the Nashville area. And it started just before, correct me if I'm wrong, Lana, uh, before COVID hit. And so we went to Zoom and uh, we have grown and we have people from many different countries and states that join us as well. And it's been a real opportunity to better understand each other. Yeah, our gathering I think it was one of the first virtual gatherings, if I'm not mistaken. And I know everybody else on our gatherings program team just like saw how well it worked out for us. So we were like, let's continue to encourage this um, with other people and other co-hosts. But yes, I'm Lana. Um, I actually work at Preemptive Love as a donor care manager. So I'm um, responsible for maintaining and developing relationships with a lot of Um, market level donors and also volunteers and such. And so for me with like my area of expertise involves a lot of relationship building and that includes radical compassion and listening intentionally um, to be able to listen to those people develop those relationships and see how I can connect them with our work and then see what ways I can support them personally as well. And so that's the gatherings has been a great way for me to do that. Sometimes I'll take I'll talk to donors and invite them to our gatherings, and that helps them stay connected with us and also figure out what ways they can be practicing listening and peacemaking and such in their communities and personal lives as well. Very cool. Now, Cheryl, tell us about your work with the gatherings and what brought you to this idea. Well, I was blessed to hear the uh, founder of uh, Preemptive Love many years ago and uh, Jeremy Courtney, and he inspired me so much because he was so real, and and the message really connected with me is um, when we are in these times of division and vitriolic language, there had to be a better way, and throwing hate and anger and things like that and arguing points was getting us nowhere, and when I heard that they were putting together gatherings or hoping to, Um, I spoke to them and said, I would love to uh, start one here in Nashville where we can um, have wonderful conversations together with people coming from different walks of life. And originally, my husband offered to be the co-host, and they said, well, that's lovely that he wants to help, but we would love for you to have a partner, a co-host, that is very different than you so that you can set the tone. And Lana and I have very different life experiences and different paths and lives and different faiths and ages and everything. And it actually sets the tone quite beautifully. And I was so thankful when Lana was willing to come on board and um, join me in this. And we've been doing it quite a while now and we do it monthly. And um, they were so right. Having someone that sees the world differently and all that, but has the same goals as me of wanting to bring peace has been a perfect plan. 
I love that because you really can learn from those who are least like you, but may have some sort of thread that ties you together, um, whether it be, you know, an organization like this, or it's also maybe one life experience that, um, that really just anchors y'all, but you learn from each other. And from that, you are able to not only empathize with others, but be able to grow and connect with others on a daily basis better. So I think that's so cool. Why is it so important for us to have meaningful conversation with with people that are different from us? That's such a great question. Um, I think for me, something that I've learned is that it helps put into perspective that the person that's different from you is still human. Um, so they've each person has their own story and they are who they are because of some journey they've been through. Um, I am who I am today because of the journey I've been through um, and the experiences that I have. Um, and I think taking that step to first sit down and listen intentionally to the person um, and have meaningful conversations with them helps understand them better and hear um, from them that like, although they have differences, like you have differences from that person, they still are human and they are who they are because of their experiences. And taking that step first to listen intentionally um, and know that that person is a human with a specific journey. Yeah, you have differences and you might have disagreements, but they're still a person. I think that's what helps brings us together instead of tearing us apart, especially at times during high conflict or tension, that's something that I learned I need to be practicing more and that so many of us could be practicing more is intentional listening to understand that person. So we're also not continuing to tear ourselves apart, but bring one another together. I think too, when we look at just surviving the pandemic as a whole, and then having the last decade or so with the political climate and how that has with social media. And there's just so many layers to this onion of hate that, yes. that there's, that we can just peel back and people, people, people love to share, you know, um, the, the negative news around them and such, but there's so much that we can, we can learn from together and, and love anyway. And speaking of love anyway, that's a term that y'all use a lot. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so I'd love to help answer this question. Um, so love anyway, it's more than just a phrase or some slogan, um, but it's an invitation. It's an invitation to press into pain, to listen intentionally to those that are different from you, apologize sincerely if needed when it's really hard to do so. Um, and when some form of conflict arises, Love Anyway asks the question, what kind of person do I want to be in this moment? Do I want to just let that violence or conflict stay, potentially spread? Or do I want to press into the hard things or that pain and try to make a change and help bring peace or some form of understanding, even if it is really hard to do? So that's kind of what love anyway means it's an invitation to peacemaking and to press into the hard things give our audience some of the some tips on the best way to talk to someone with whom they strongly disagree with that is something that i've um, taught someone and i will preface this by saying just because we're co-hosting and leading doesn't mean that we have it all figured out ourselves it's a continual growth 
And just when we think we've got it right on communicating and hearing someone different, things can well up in us ourselves too. And so it's something we always are continuing to work on personally, but then in our groups and things like that. But I think the very first step when you're facing someone that you're disagreeing with is first to be aware of who you are and where you're coming from and being honest with yourself. Um, I grew up in um, situations where I was separated from people of other races and other cultures and other faiths. So I had no clear understanding of what it was. I basically had fear. And so understanding that as we come into conversations with people of maybe I don't have it all figured out is really important. But then truly hearing a person's story, don't, don't, putting, don't put presumptions on people of what you think you know about them or the group they come from or whatever, but just hearing their stories. It has changed my life to meet people that walk different paths than me and realize, wow, they just want a lot of the same things I do. Um, and they are human, and they and I had no idea they went through such and such. And it just, I have watched in so many of these groups, whether it be our own personal gathering or other um, meetings I've been in, watch people's body language literally change by hearing people's stories where they're like, I got this figured out, I know what, what's what. And then when they hear what people have gone through or, or their own personal experiences, like, oh, I had no idea. And so that is the whole point of this. Um, our group has no intention of coming in and preaching at each other and telling each other, you need to think like me. We're just sharing our personal stories and our personal thoughts, hope, hoping that maybe we can learn from each other to better understand um, the individual and things like that and not and, and honoring their humanity. That's important too. And I think now more than ever, you know, for uh, the melting pot of the United States and being able to come together and learn from different backgrounds, socioeconomic backgrounds, um, life challenges, adversities that we might face. There's power in that. And once you can, you can almost tell someone that, um, that hasn't walked through um, a challenge and, and can't empathize with someone. And then you could see someone that is able to empathize with other people. They are, they are more of a listener than, than just saying what their opinion is. And I think there's a lot that we can learn from listening. And part of the gathering is listening to others. So talk about the monthly gatherings that you host more specifically that you talked about earlier. How can people be a part of it? And, um, or how can they even start one themselves? For us, we have, like Cheryl said, we said our gathering each month, um, and we send people invites to a Zoom room, basically, um, and we come up with questions each month revolving around some specific topic, whether it be something that Cheryl and I want to talk about um, that's important to us or something's happening in our country or around the world that we want to discuss and hear either people's perspectives or how they're um, feeling on certain things. So we've gone from like talking about voting or um, mental health, what anger and peacemaking looks like, a bunch of different topics. Sometimes we even just do check-ins on people to see how they're doing where they're at um, because this is a community that we've built and part of like building and maintaining a community is checking in on people. Um, and so if anybody's involved, like interested in joining our 
personal gathering, they're always welcome to. We always have like an open door invite. Um, but other than that, if you're interested in learning more about what it takes to start up a gathering and get involved, um, we have like our gatherings team that specifically is in charge of that. So you just like email them at gatherings at preemptivelove.org and they can provide you with um, specific tools that and training that will help you with getting started. Um, they'll work really hard on finding you a co-host. If they don't already have one, they'll work on finding you a co-host. Um, that's different from you. Like Cheryl and I, we've been able to build such a beautiful relationship out of um, all of this. And you know, like she said, we're different from one another. It's really helped set the tone of our gathering and welcome people in and make them feel comfortable about being different from one another. Different gatherings can be run different ways. We've chosen to stay on Zoom, even when it'll be completely safe to come together because so many people have come into our group from other areas. We have refugees, um, immigrants, we've got people that have been through war um, uh, and uh, people in different countries. And so I just feel like there would be so much lost if we shut down and just kept it local. Um, but you most certainly can do that. Um, and different groups look differently. It sort of depends on the personalities of the co-host and the people being a part of it. Um, they can share food that they grew up with in their culture or whatever. Um, there's so many fun things you can do to get to know each other. And um, so that uh, with ours particularly, it stay, it's probably gonna stay on Zoom for the foreseeable future simply because so many people want to continue to be a part um, and bless our hearts, you know, we have Germany and um, where else they were, they'll stay up really late just to be yeah. with us. That's beautiful. I mean, there's no better satisfaction than knowing that not only are you having these conversations, but there are actually, uh, there's sort of this web of, of um, offshoot gatherings, if you will, of, of more um, niche, groups of people that can come together and with a shared experience and learn from each other. So that's beautiful. One more time, where can people go to learn more about you, follow you on social media and support your efforts? Specifically, if you want to tune into any of our gatherings or specific Love Anyway programs under Preemptive Love, you can go to at underscore Love Anyway on Instagram and follow that Instagram. If you want to follow me personally on Instagram. Um, it's at Lana Z and then yay, because I had to put in some form of excitement about me in my handle. <laughs> um, so at Lana Z is where you can tune in um, to stuff I share um, in my life. And yeah, Cheryl, where can people- Well, and you can do at Cheryl Hansen Speaks and it's H-A-N-S-O-N. So Cheryl Hansen speaks um, on Facebook and on Instagram. So. Cheryl, Lana, thank you so much for coming on this radio show. We so appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to being a part of the gatherings in the future. We'd love to have you and love to have your listeners. Thank you so much, Andrew.